Good morning for Friday, June 1st, 2012. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Fort Edwards won acquittal, then mistrial. Obama ordered cyber attacks against Iran, and appeals court rules against Marriage Act. In this morning's national headlines, Wisconsin vote could be felt across the nation. In rat experiment, new hope for spine injuries, and Iowa House battle draws speakers present and past. In this morning's business headlines, Facebook users finding likes become ads. Warning for Euro states, do something and soon, and China lets currency weaken, risking trade tensions. We'll get the latest from Hong Kong. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Greensboro, North Carolina, by Kim Severson and John Schwartz. For Edwards, one acquittal, then mistrial. When former Senator John Edwards, a man who reached for the presidency while scrambling to hide a pregnant mistress, heard on Thursday that a federal jury would not convict him on the six corruption charges he faced, he fell back in his chair and closed his eyes. For just a moment, the man whose most intimate sexual details, lies, and bare political ambition had been aired for nearly six weeks in a federal trial looked as if he might cry. Yes, he said as he left the courtroom, he had sinned. I did an awful, awful lot that was wrong, he said. I am responsible. I don't have to go any further than the mirror. It's me and me alone. But he was not guilty of using campaign funds to hide those sins, he said. Certainly, Edwards has lost the trial of public opinion, but on Thursday he was vindicated by a jury of mostly working-class North Carolinians who could not reach a verdict on the five charges of campaign finance fraud and conspiracy he faced. They acquitted him on one, which was based on a $200,000 check the heiress Rachel Mellon had written him in January 2008, the month he dropped out of the race for the Democratic nomination for president. Unless the Department of Justice decides to retry Edwards, the verdict ends one of the most scandalous chapters in the history of presidential campaigning. Weaving in a hidden child, an ambitious would-be first lady dying of cancer, secret money from ultra-rich supporters and legal scrutiny of the laws that regulate what money given to candidates can be used for. It was also seen as a blow to the Justice Department's public integrity section, the public corruption watchdog. It is unlikely the verdict will help politicians interpret the labyrinth of campaign finance law or lead to an expansion of gifts, said Richard Hazen, an expert in election law at the University of California, Irvine. This is not going to open up a free-for-all where you're going to have the super PAC billionaires giving large gifts to their candidate friends. He said the Federal Election Commission has made it clear it looks critically upon the practice, unless there's been a pattern of gift-giving unrelated to campaigns, as with Mellon's pattern of gifts to Edwards. 